Welcome to Set the Record Podcast. I'm Malcolm Anthony, my partner in crime, Chicago's very own Kev Hernandez. Hey, thank you, thank you. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Set the Record Pod. Like the Facebook page, Set the Record Podcast. Special thank to Indie Pot. We're here for sure. This is it. Yeah, this is this is what we've been special thanking this whole time. This is the like we're in the flesh. This is it. <laughs> Absolutely, we got a good show for you today. Uh, talking Thunder, talking Big Twelve. We got some fights and. Uh, we're happy to be here. So, Kev, so happy. I, let's you, kick it off. I want to talk about the Big 12. What is going on, man? Well, there's rumors. Obviously, you know the Big 12 is disbanding. We got OU and Texas leaving to go to the SEC. Yes. We're going to we're going to make do without them, right? So, yeah. you got a plan for it a little bit, right? I have an idea. I have an uh, almost I don't want to say a solution, but this is what the Big 12 needs to do. They need to expand the conference, right? Cuz they're on the outside looking in, and I have a couple of teams in mind. In fact, I'm getting real specific. The American Athletic Conferences, right? The conference. It's like the not even like the little brother. This is like the step cousin that like some people like they don't even, he's not even invited to the family reunions because he's part of the family, but he's not. But he's a little yeah. different though. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at Memphis. The University of Memphis has the Memphis Football Tigers, yeah. right? They are a squad that can bring the power right away, bring high scoring games to. Uh, I would say they can even compete within the Big 12. Yeah, especially if you've got people like Kansas, Iowa State, you know. Exactly, you know. exactly. And now, yeah, you're actually, let's keep going. Okay. Keep going a little, keep going a little further. SMU, the Mustangs, they have, in the American Athletic Conference, the Mustangs have been going toe-to-toe with everyone who's at the top. It doesn't matter who you are, that team's always kind of pushing through. And where they're based off in the University Park outside of Dallas, mm-hmm. bro, Texas is like, like man, the football state. So let's elevate. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. Yeah, Texas, Florida, they're wilding out out there. I, that's a good idea. I like that. Expand the conference. Expand and the then conference. TU, take TU. TU has been up and up. They got uh, draft players. They got players that are on the Arizona Cardinals, right? And they got players on the Chicago Bears, dude. Like these are good. Like there's there's a, there's a solid school out there, man. It's a solid squad. Let's. Put them in a conference where they can make some money and get on TV. I want to see TU on TV. Tickets are only still nine dollars. They're, they're really cheap. Okay, yeah, yeah. so Chapman Stadium. Yeah, jump in on that while we can, because in, in a little bit it's gonna go up to twelve. <laughs> <laughs> in flux, yeah, in flux, no doubt. So yes. we got some Thunder stuff as well. So just to just be a fair warning, the Thunder as a roster, they're gonna be making fifty three million dollars as a whole. Yeah. This next season, so you know that's not a lot to look forward to. Right. Right. I'll just give you a few duos next season who are going to be making more than the whole Thunder roster. Superstars, right? I wish we had one. Now, we've got SGA, but he's living to fight another day. We've got Steph and Clay. They're going to be making $83.6 million, right? Thunder's 53, right? Kawhi and PG. Kawhi ain't even playing, okay? 75.3. We've got Chris Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo. 74.8 74.8 million dollars. Well, they're running champs. Right, let's, let's, you know, bring that up to 80. Well, <laughs> it's just funny to know that there's teams out there that are spending two 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 guys yeah. making more than the team as a whole. A whole so, team. Yeah, Chris. Small market. Chris Paul, mm-hmm. Devin Booker, 61.6. Making more than the Thunder. Yeah. Damn. Al Horford mm-hmm. and Jason Tatum, 55.1. Making more than the Thunder. All right. Al Horford, man, we just Al Horford, we just got rid of him. We just got rid of him. Yeah. That's 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 actually why we that's why we, we couldn't afford him. We couldn't afford him no more. <laughs> I was about to say. No, it is what it is, but 
Yeah, we've we got nothing to look forward to this season. We've got uh, SGA got the uh, the nice extension, and we have Giddy to get a little giddy about. But he he's got a, a a lot to work on this season. And I'm happy you brought that up. Yeah, I'm happy you brought that up because I, I, I always preach this. Uh, this is the same thing I always tell all Thunder fans, especially last season. Be patient. This this dude this season as well. Be patient. Okay, there's a tough season ahead. ESPN just ranked Oklahoma City last in NBA power rankings after the free agency and the draft. So they were dead last. Houston Rockets were last, but they picked up a few guys. So on paper, they're just above. Kevin Love just announced that he does not want to join or regroup with the Cavs. I say Kevin Love would be perfect for Oklahoma City. He's the Thunder that we need. He's, a, he's like a, not a Thunder, but he's a veteran yeah. that the Thunder could use some presence. You know that veteran presence. Favors ain't enough for you, huh? No, not enough. Definitely not, dude. Kevin Love is a veteran with PTSD. That's the best kind of veteran. <laughs> I need that on a squad. <laughs> He'll bring his emotional support animal. I, yeah, I love it. I love <laughs> they, it. They help. So no, just again, just be patient with the Thunder, man. Just uh, we've been. We've... Well, constipation takes patience. Yeah. So I, I absolutely get that. <laughs> it is all. This is all shit too. So. <laughs> So, yeah, man, we've got a great, oh, my God, insane season ahead of us yeah. in football. So. Well, we, we're at the, it's almost like we're at the bottom, rock bottom. We can only go up from here. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right, dude. Boxing. Boxing. Oh, you want to talk about bro, this. Bro, there is so much boxing going on. Okay. It, it, it seems like just a year ago, we didn't even have a boxing segment, and now we need one per each episode. Yeah. Because boxing, uh, and it's guys like, well, old old guys coming back and trying to fight in the octagon or the rock octagon the ring I'm rinning for Oscar de la Hoya to fight Canelo bro I'm scared uh, you don't want that he's already I got Vitor Vitor is enough for him right I now want that's Oscar huge de la Hoya. I want him all you know compact size and fucked up dude <laughs> I'm sick of Oscar de la Hoya it's never sure. gonna work out but Pacquiao Ugas, man. Yeah. What do we think? What do we think? Man, he... Well, look, he's already the champ. Yeah. You knew that going into this fight, he could fight. Right. He's a bronze medalist at the Olympics. No one knew this guy. Right. I've been watching this guy for five years, and I knew his jab was going to pick Manny apart. <laughs> Also, those those Roddy are the Roddy those uh, those right hooks to the body those rowdy body throws. Bro, uh, it was a complete domination. Yeah. That the, uh, it was the the body found much the those hooks found much success, dude. Much success. Yeah. And, uh, but one thing that I noticed is that Pacquiao isn't done, dude. He went yeah. the different the, the distance. I mean, yeah. And I mean, the dude is like he showed great hand speed, right? He showed a great chin, and he threw 580 punches. Like that's he that's threw a lot of punches, yeah. but he landed at sixteen percent. Yeah. Right, that's not gonna work. I didn't bring that up. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> he landed more against Mayweather, and Mayweather's the best defensive boxer we've yeah. ever seen. All well, right. What do you think, though? Who? I mean, I mean, I thought that Pacquiao has another fight. Yeah, no, lined I think up, no, but he's got a, he's got a, he's got another one in him for sure. Well, presidency is up in February. Yes. So he's going to yes. run, yes. I'm pretty sure, for the Philippines. Uh the political political distraction, man, that can pay that could also lay uh, a heavy toll on someone. I'm pretty confident though he'll be back to fight in January to for the rematch. Mm-hmm. I think he wants this guy again. I know he doesn't want to go out the way he did. The last image we literally have of him is being spoon-fed by his wife with his eyes closed. Yeah. That image is 
sad. I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's not the last of the Pac-Man I want to see. Yeah. I, I personally, man, I would love to see him get Mayweather a second time. I know that's never going to happen. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But your Dennis is the guy uh, on the table today, and I, I'd like to see him get that rematch. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And then, man, dude, last night, MMA, the UFC. Uh, is it just me, or do you see, like, the passing of the guard, the passing of the torch? It's no longer these, uh, like, old veterans that are dropping or going to different... Uh, uh, weight classes, yeah. you know, trying to see if they can find success. But take a look at Giga, or even real quickly with Daniel Rodriguez and Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee just dropped to, uh, uh, actually, he went up in a division. Now that he's getting older, it's, it's just easier for him to stay up in the weight. He fought Daniel Rodriguez. Daniel Rodriguez took this fight on a two weeks notice. Yeah. And besides the first round where he looked like he was in trouble, he got into, uh, Kevin Lee almost choked him out. But second and third round was all Dan Rodriguez. Shout out to D-Rod because he tore it up out there. Yeah, absolutely did. And you talked about young guys, man. We had the tough competition right. finale was just last night. That's right. And, and, and the guys in the house, obviously. The isolation house. Ready to get out of the house and into this in this position to be on the like in the UFC to yeah. get their chance. Um, yes. And we had guys on the on the show, uh, Andre Petrosky uh, fighting Michael Gilmore. Gilmore. Both of those guys were in the house. Um, neither one of them made it through the house. Yeah. Uh, but they bought, they both got their opportunity on a big stage, and uh, Petrosky got the win. Another uh, dominant, really, performance for him. Uh, for sure. Won by elbows, got him on the ground, and really... He overpowered him the whole time, and I thought that was really awesome uh, because during the show, he just got caught by, by, by Battle, who ended up actually winning the whole thing. Damn. Um, so uh, he was the guy who was the biggest underdog. He was last picked by Team Volk, um, Brian Battle was. That um, last pick, ended up winning it. We've heard this story before, Rashad Evans. Rashad Evans, uh, Brandy Moreno. Yeah, lots Brandy of guys Marino. who have who have been picked last seem to have that uh you know desire they get that uh yeah. that tom brady feeling you know uh, yeah. where they got to show out you know being a seventh round and pick a total champ uh, and, and come out to be the champ of the ufc but yeah ricky uh, ter- uh tertios as well um, tertios. he got in there against uh, uh, uh brady uh, high stand yeah he won like the contender series yes yeah, yeah. both cool. of, yeah both of those guys uh yeah they won it for the bantamweights and uh ricky man put on a performance both of these guys really the whole night um the first round i felt like brady uh overpowered with a lot of of mm-hmm. uh, grounded pound, he got he kept uh, using a lot of judo, right? Takedowns and MMA, baby. Yeah, and man, I love I know. love when you see it all put together. And to me, these guys actually put the fight on the night on. Yeah. Um, and, and Ricky, uh, he threw like 200 strikes, 100 Damn. in the first round alone. Damn. He was really active. What does that and, even look like? And even from the bottom <laughs> position, when you're being taken down, still throwing elbows and everything uh, else like that. Just staying aggressive. Just staying aggressive. That's how you win the fight. Yes. And he won a split decision, ended up taking home uh, the title and, and winning the tough yeah. competition. Great 29th kid. season Great of, of tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 20, 28 years old. And yeah. And, the main event, of course. Great main event, Edson Barbosa, man. I love Edson Barbosa. In yeah. fact, I'm. It was. I was. Oh, it was crazy to see what happened. But Gige Chikades. Chikaze. Chikaze. Yeah. Right? He, bro, he showed off his wrestling. Yeah. He got him in a uh, submission attempt. He showed his stand up. He showed his ground and pound. This was crazy. This dude was all around. Dominant. He showed his karate. Ah. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. Some of his strikes were so precise. Very. Bruce Lee esque, if yes, I might say. Dude, sure. it, it really it looked really nice. And against a guy like Edson Barbosa, uh, his 26th fight in yeah. the UFC, seriously a vet. He started his career, what, at like 18? Yeah, he was in a the kid. UFC. He's very young. And now look at him, still, still, still surviving, still it. out here. Um, like a Clay Guida, still fighting. I know, and that's um, crazy. That is but crazy. He took this guy almost 
all the way before yeah. he got taken out at the end of the uh, third yeah. round. And uh, then I, um, and he was still standing. He was actually arguing yeah, with the ref. With the ref, yeah. He, but the ref saved him. Yeah, he did. I think the yeah. ref kind of saved him from any more punishment. And well, then too, Giga, the way he like the, the the way he won and the just the sportsmanship yeah. and the class that he showed, he, he just showed everybody that he's you know. Uh, he's there to stay. No, yeah, absolutely. That's what I was getting at. Uh, you got a guy like Giga who was fighting uh, Barbosa, who was a seventh or a seventh rank in the UFC. Oh, yeah, at that, yes, yeah. At that position, and he was tenth. Tenth. So he was right the there. He's fighting for position right now, and, and now you're wanting maybe this is going to push can, him up. Can you go ahead and push this guy in this uh, in this division? For sure. So is he going to be fighting for top five? And I, I, with what you've seen, I, I can I can see that. Yeah, um, of course. But we've got so much. UFC uh, to look forward to, but we'll talk about it on the next episode. For sure. I really appreciate everybody who's uh, uh, tuning in, continuing to listen since uh, day one. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the show. This is it. Uh, we appreciate it all. Just be sure to continue to follow us, whether we're on Instagram, Twitter, you know, Facebook, whatever, IndiePod. Just check us out. Set the record pod. It's always a pleasure. It's Kev. It's your boy, Kev. And I can't do it with my, my partner in crime. Malcolm Anthony. Yes, sir. Meditate. Make it go away. Peace.